0: Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 165. I'm here tonight with Philip Dazzing. What's up? Alexis Slagle. What's going on? And fucking Ethan Montgomery is back. Hola. In the house. The (laughs) heezy. Yeah, so (laughs) I guess, you know, number one topic this week would probably have to be the, you know, Trump, uh, North Korea, North Korea, you know, um, you know, the meeting with uh, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> and, uh, you know, f- for me, the most perplexing thing about about the whole Trump, uh, you know, uh, Kim meeting is uh, how, like, I'm seeing all these liberals on Facebook just constantly like, uh, you know, they do what they do every single day. They ber- they uh, berate Trump. And it's like they just wake up every morning and they think I'm going to berate Trump today. So then they just read whatever's going on in uh, the news and then berate Trump for it. But you know, and, and I feel like there's there's a lot you could go after Trump for. But um, you know, you're, you know, brokering peace with North Korea is is not something that you can really go after anybody for,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless you want war, or <laughs> or and this is the I feel like I- people
0: aren't even thinking.
1: Well, they, they are. The only thing they care about is opposing Trump. Like, they have no principles. Well, yeah, They're yeah, only, it's more I, important than anything else. The only It's two, insane. The only two explanations are either, A, they want to have war with North Korea, which, I mean, I don't think is necessarily true. And they would certainly say that that's not true. Or, B, they just have no principle other than, I just want to oppose Trump for the sake of opposing Trump and or Republicans or whatever. And it's just, I mean, it's just the most pure essence of partisanship uh, imaginable.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never been somebody to you know, I didn't vote for Trump. You know, I never, I never tried to convince other people to vote for Trump. You know, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Trump fan. I mean, I, I, I like Trump in that, I like Trump in that he's, I feel like he, he's kind of like in a lot of ways, he's kind of like, uh, you know, somebody threw a wrench in the middle of the machine, you know, like uh, and just kind of like fucked it up a little bit, you know, so it's not running as smooth as it uh, would be if, say, John McCain was president. Or anybody else that we've had as president pretty much acts like John McCain when it comes to foreign policy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I guess I, I like that about Trump for whatever that's worth,
2: you know. Yeah, you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, I mean, well, yeah. war with North Korea is like, I mean, it would be awful. Well, yeah, uh, no,
0: no doubt. And, and I, I would also say, like, the, the, the last two weeks have been uh, uh, unarguably the best of uh, Trump's presidency, f- you know, for Trump.
1: Well, yeah, there were
2: some positives this week that we'll we'll hit on. But, yeah, well, and, go ahead.
1: And, and for the country, um, and I mean, I think from you know the non-interventionist libertarian perspective, um, I don't. You know, Trump is by far the best president we've had at least in the last several generations, if not a hundred plus years.
0: So, so um, you know, would you say Trump was better than Reagan in your opinion?
1: On foreign policy, sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Reagan was not a non-interventionist. I mean, Reagan, I mean, he no ulti- did achieve... No doubt, no he, he doubt. Did,
0: st- he didn't end the Cold War, though, without firing a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and in that to that extent, you know, I think Trump is very similar. You know, I mean, Trump is not, um, you know, he's not a pussy about it. You know, he, he got North Korea to the bargaining table uh, with strong sanctions and, you know, shows of force and power. You know, my button is bigger than yours. Would you say he bent stuff. Kim
0: Jong-un over the bargaining table?
1: uh well i well see this this is this is the the beauty of trump's negotiating style is that you know i mean a he makes good use of the good cop bad cop stuff um and you know certainly we've seen this uh, just one example i'll just touch on real quick sessions and marijuana um this was a theory i had back when sessions first made his statements about oh we're gonna go after you know marijuana dispensaries in these states and i said well you is know let ha-
0: your your 40 checkers it, it, it is well, it's, it's, it's 40 underwater chests.
1: um but no but that was my theory then And i think that we'll get to this in a minute but i think i've been proven there but uh, also the the pick of bolton i think was also a perfect example of him doing the good cop bad cop routine because you know if you're a foreign leader like john bolton is the last person you want to fucking see because everywhere john bolton goes fucking foreign leaders get like murdered <laughs> yeah he is bad news uh, but if your position is that you want to negotiate and you want to use the good cop bad cop routine, he's the perfect bad cop uh, in that situation. And so you know, we see you know Trump has been very complimentary and respectful and everything else uh, towards uh, Kim Jong Un, uh, while at the same time being you know pretty strong and forceful um, in condemning certain aspects of the regime. Uh, certainly, he's put a lot of economic pressure on not just them okay, but also okay, on but, China. But but dude, didn't you see that video where he's like?
0: Oh, uh, Kim Jong Un's people respect him. I wish my people respected me like that. Yeah, and it's like you know, isn't Kim Jong Un like famous for just like killing anybody that like looks at him wrong?
1: He killed his brother. It's right? called a joke.
0: <laughs> is it? Do you think it was a joke? Oh I mean, come on, he looked pretty serious, dude. Uh,
1: yes, yes. It's really hard. Trump, to tell. Is, Trump is going to be a literal Hitler, <laughs> and he's going to start killing people so they'll respect him. I, which no, is more likely, that or know, the fact that it's a joke? He makes jokes okay, all the time. You know,
0: I'm, I'm not saying Trump is literally Hitler. Okay. What, well that, what I' that, that, that interpretation
1: would be that what he's I'm saying a literally is when, when,
0: when he said that when he said that, and he was talking about Kim Jong- Un's people respecting him, I, I kind of saw like a little glimmer in his eye, and he, he looked <laughs> a little, I, I detected a little bit of jealousy.
1: Okay, and if you want to start reading his mind from miles away, you're welcome to do that. I th- I think it's yeah, just what did a you, joke. What did you take it as? You, you th- so you if think it's the, a joke, it's a pretty joke? funny one.
0: If it was a joke, it would be totally hilarious. But I'm I i would not give him. I don't think Trump's that funny on purpose. <laughs> oh he oh he's hilarious.
1: He has a great sense of humor. I don't think
0: he I don't think he is on purpose. Okay. I don't know. I mean, but but at the same time, you know, like I'll 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 say this. I and I've said it a bunch, dude. I've said you got to give the guy credit, okay? Because once again, you know, the the whole entire GOP establishment was against the man. You know, he was able to take all yeah. those people out, yeah. and then you know, in the the polls between him and Hillary, it looked like he didn't have a snowball's chance in hell. And then you know, come election night, you know, I was glued to fucking CNN because I was just like, man, how the fuck are they going to explain this?
2: <laughs>
3: Dude, it was great. It was, was pretty as, funny. As soon as, yeah. I, was,
0: I was watching it. I was watching it on TV, and it was just like, as, as soon as Trump started winning, I'm like, I've got to leave it on CNN. I've got to hear that. yeah, I'm yeah. Really It out.
2: was. It was definitely. Yeah, the whole like backpedaling and just the media just total shock. It was great. Like it's great television. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, and, and this is what I said back then, what I still continue to say to this day, like if nothing else just watching the establishment, both political and the media just like lose their fucking shit day in day out over Trump, like that's just worth it. No. You that- know, even if like taxes, economy, jobs and all that other stuff, like even if that weren't going as well as it is, Uh, Just watching the left and the establishment completely melt down is just fucking, it's so worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for for me, it's like, great, you know, finally everybody hates the president as much as I do.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) and and, and, I mean, I think, like, the fact that, like, both the left and the establishment Republicans hate the man, like, that's a good sign. That means that he's probably doing something good for us. Uh, You know, I mean, do you want somebody that John McCain and Lindsey Graham like? No, <laughs> like no, the fact no. that mean, John McCain, Lindsey Graham and Paul Ryan and all the rest of them hate Trump, like,
0: you know, it, like it,
1: it's, it's that's generally, a good sign.
0: you know, it's, I'm, I'm generally of the opinion that anytime you can get um, both groups of assholes to agree on something, it's, we're probably in really bad trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. And Trump is the exact opposite of that. So, you know, I mean, that that doesn't prove that whatever he's doing is good, but it's sure as hell is a good sign. Um, <laughs> and the fact that, again, I mean. You know, North Korea is, like, one of those perpetual problems that, you know, politicians love to have because it gives them an excuse to exercise and wield power in all sorts of different ways. It's always having that boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, have, you always got to have the boogeyman. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the same way, you know, Democrats love poverty because it gives them an excuse to implement the welfare state and give them, you know, they don't want to solve poverty. Keeping people and in ghettos is what gives Democrats power, so... Obviously, they don't want to solve it. And so, you know, if he's doing, if Trump is doing stuff that the military industrial complex hates, that establishment Republicans hate, that neocons hate, that the left hates... I well, was... you know, not, the enemy—the enemy of my enemy—is not necessarily my friend. Yes, but that's better than an outright enemy. <laughs> so, I'll, you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's better than the alternatives we have. What's pretty
2: pretty Hopefully. eye-opening about the whole North Korea meeting, and it just highlights that is the whole Dennis Rodman interview on CNN. Yeah, the, um, it was oh, amazing. They... Yeah, with the Make America Great hat and the pot coin like yeah, the he's crypto- a, a cur-
0: marijuana cryptocurrency T-shirt <laughs> yeah.
2: on CNN, and it was funny because like I saw uh, the video of him. This was like four years ago. It was a Vice documentary where Dennis Rodman went over there to meet with Kim Jong Un, and he brought the Harlem Globetrotters over, and they did like just like a friendly basketball game with uh, with the North Korean professional basketball team. And yeah, um, and this was like right when Kim Jong Un came to power. So everybody's like, who the f- what do we know about him? The whole uh, media and and just the U.S. intelligence established they didn't know like w- this could be a wild card and dennis rodman was the first like to meet with him like after this basketball game and um on that interview he was saying did you see it even did you no, see that no. oh wow i like, mean
1: i knew that it happened but yeah after
2: so he he's been over there a couple times since and basically like james clapper who's like i guess what the former cia uh, director yeah I think or so. uh, he basically was saying like yes he's an asset like Dennis Rodman knows more and has met with Kim Jong-un, like, and has more direct... Con- like, it's like... Um, but the the interviewer on CNN was just like... And just the media on its whole was just like, oh, crazy Dennis Rodman. And it's like, look at the diplomacy that he was able to pull off just because Kim Jong-un's love for basketball. And it was interesting what he said. He basically... Um, in the interview he got like all choked up like saying like yeah when i when i first went over there a couple times he's like i was getting death threats like he's like i had to hide out for like months after i came back and uh for this to happen and to take place and the other thing too he said that kim jong-un actually told him when he came back with a bunch of former nba players and actually just you know just like as another just like diplomacy um because he was like a huge kim jong-un's a huge basketball fan i guess he was a huge bulls fan growing up but um long story short he basically said that when he when kim jong when he came back over with a contingency of former nba players and uh just engaging in diplomacy basically kim jong-un said you're the only western leader that's ever kept his word that's ever like you know what i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. makes you think like all right like you know the media just paints kim jong-un and this regime is like oh my god they're awful and they rightfully so they might be i mean they they are but the fact that it's like How many times he said that, like, yeah, I actually spoke to Obama, like, after this happened, like, you should meet, we should, and he was like, he didn't want any word, he didn't want anything to do with it, like, just brushed him off aside, like, ah, this is, this is ridiculous, but, like, any opportunity to, like, meet and sit down, like, why not? Like, why is this not uh, a good thing? And the media is just losing their shit about this, it's great. A bunch of
4: my leftist friends have all been saying, well, this is legitimizing, that's, that's It's like everyone says this. They just—it's legitimizing a awful regime and a dictatorship that have horrible, you know, uh, records with human rights, you know, violations and stuff like that. And I'm like, but you guys are cool with him meeting with. The you know with the king of Saudi Arabia or whatever, right, like, right. You're cool with that, yeah. yeah that's okay. <laughs> like, Women yeah. can't drive like yeah, <laughs> like
2: they they literally behead people and like hack their hands off in uh you know like in the middle of like public squares. But you know Saudi Arabia, they're a, they're a good regime because they just you know do our bidding. But, yeah,
4: so and like that's like the narrative they keep like you're legitimizing them. I'm like, well, you're doing what everyone else didn't do, like. Talk. I don't see how talking is a bad thing about being on good terms, lifting sanctions, and because they're also saying like, well, this is just he's just going to go back on his word. He's gone back on uh, Kim Jong. You know, the, the North Koreans in general have gone back on their word, and they, you know, so yeah, that's you're been not, like the narrative you're not all getting, week. You know, you're not. You we we don't know we, we don't know exactly what's happening yet. You know, this could all just be a show, and Trump's just playing into their hand, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, it's just. You're talking. You're trying to make peace with the instead of on Twitter because you crushed him when he was on Twitter making fun of him calling Kim Jong Un fat or whatever you were make, you were saying how horrible of a president he was then. But now when he goes over and makes peace with them, you know now he's also <laughs> yeah. still okay. Hitler. Okay. Like, okay.
0: Okay. So you can't you can't pay attention. So you you can't have a conversation with Kim Jong Un because you're you're legitimizing him because he's such a horrible person. And you can't do that. But if you call him fat, that's a bad thing. I mean, it's right, yeah, right. like there's, well,
1: the, the, there's no consistency. The, the, their argument is that, oh, well, now you're antagonizing him, and now he's going to do something crazy. But at, <laughs> at, at, the, at the end of the day, like, like okay, so you say, oh, you're legitimizing an evil regime. It's like, okay, well, first off, like that's not a standard you have ever applied anywhere else. Like, you yeah, no right, problem right. with Obama, you know, negotiating with Iran or whatever. Like, so okay, so we know right, right from the start, like you're not using any sort of consistent principle. No. Other than I just want to oppose Trump for the sake of opposing Trump. Um, but what's more is like okay but so what's your solution nothing else we've done has worked um, so how do you want to handle North Korea like do you just want to just never talk to them never do anything about any of this and just let it continue to be a problem until the end of time and what in that end of time maybe being a nuclear blast right like, yeah like okay so you want to criticize this approach but what's your better idea you don't have one you're just criticizing what Trump is doing without offering any sort of alternative and, you're, and again he has tried multiple different Strategies. I mean, I think they're all components of a larger single strategy. But again, like okay, you so he insults him and you lose your mind. He compliments him, you lose exactly. your mind. It's like okay, so there's nothing that can be done about North Korea whatsoever. It just has to continue uh, in perpetuity. Like it, it's uh, it's it, it's it's so i want to say like it's like narrow-minded and myopic but it's not but we because we know exactly what they're doing they're just opposing trump for the sake of opposing trump for partisan reasons and there's absolutely no principles behind it um so i think they can largely just be ignored and dismissed um but uh you know they they say oh north korea has like always gone back on their word it's like yeah they absolutely have but a it wasn't the president and the uh chairman i think is his title meeting directly face to face like that's never happened It's always been, like, bureaucrats dealing with other bureaucrats. So, like, this is absolutely on another level. When you have fucking Kim Jong-un and the President of the United States sitting down at a table together. In person. You know, Kim Jong-un actually walking over the border, like across the DMZ into South Korea. Oh, yeah, that was pretty... That was just a couple months ago. The fact that that China is actually not, like, backing North Korea and is basically on our side now, like, that was a huge part of this. Like, everything is so different than everything else before. So to say, like, oh, they've gone back on their word before, they're going to do it again. I mean, maybe they will. But we can also go back on every, you know, concession. The concessions we've made have been pretty negligible and minimal. And, like, okay, so we can put our ships back where they were and we can start practicing war games on the border. Order again, like there's, if they go back on their word, there's nothing saying that we can't, you know, start going back to the way things were. Also, so like we haven't given up anything, we haven't lost anything.
0: Well, we also got a lot of really, really good memes out of this. Yeah, that was my
1: <laughs> next. Oh yeah, that was a great point. <laughs> that's that's extremely good. I mean, you know, the the meme prices are, are rising on the uh, the market indexes. So again, once again, Trump is great for the economy. You know, the meme economy is booming. <laughs> that was a that was pretty interesting too, just the fact like
2: right after this meeting or leading up to this meeting and soon after, stocks and defense contractors like
4: were plummeting. Well, you're, well you heard what Wolf Blitzer said to Rand Paul about it. Uh, no. Wolf no. Blitzer was on CNN, and they were talking to Rand Paul and, and he was like, So you support I think I think it was about North the North Korean it might have been about something else, but he was talking he's like, So you still support this? Even though this ki- this means jobs, I think it was the, something of Saudi, you know, Saudi Saudi Arabia or something like that. And like Wolf Blitzer was just like, well, people are going to lose jobs. Like that was his main point. I wish I had the exact quote in front <laughs> of me. He was like, so you still support it, even though these you know, we rely these government contractors rely on these contracts of making weapons and selling them, and you're still for it. And, and he was just like, yeah. <laughs> like, and it was just
1: like that just shows you the narrative of
4: the media is just like it, yeah. it's, they well, took their hand; they're bought and paid for. By yeah,
1: them. I mean they're yeah that's yeah, yeah once again i mean if if wolf if wolf blitzer is criticizing your foreign policy uh good <laughs> right i mean it's what more do you have to say um so I, I don't think I have much else to say about. it. I mean, it's all positive. I mean, it's it much remains to be seen. But to say to yeah. think this isn't historic, this isn't a huge step forward, and that there's anything negative about this.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, well, just,
0: essentially, I'm saying there's no reason to get butt hurt, and I'm seeing a lot of butt hurt. Tons of, butt and butt it's hurt. like you know, Trump uh, possibly um, prevented a uh, World War Three. Yeah, you know, so or you know, I mean, it's World War Three
4: that he to be honest, let's be fair, the World War Three that the United States has been. The past leaders and present leaders have all been seeming to aim for by constantly doing things to provoke the North Koreans. Right. That's so the it's, other it's part like, of it, too. It's, yeah, exactly. Like This could have ended years ago. I mean, the
3: war's still going go. on,
1: technically. Oh, yeah. It hasn't ended. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but, the, but they, they've actually now put on paper not just like, oh, we'll reduce our nuclear program. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, okay, Bill Clinton's way of doing that was to give them uranium like this is a different negotiation we're not trying to say like okay here's here's (laughs) a bunch of free stuff now now please do what we ask of you like no that's a bullshit way of negotiating trump knows the way to negotiate is basically in this context is the good cop bad cop it's like look if you don't do what we do, what want you to do we will fuck your shit up And we're already doing that economically um with the cooperation of china no less and that's one of the big things that's different this time around is that we have sanctions that china is on board with But alternatively, but if you do do what we want to do, then some good stuff can happen. But you have to show good faith, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas, you know, again, like looking back at the Clinton thing, it was like, okay, well, we'll give you a bunch of uranium. Just promise you won't make weapons out of it. It's like, well, no shit. Of course they fucking went back on that. Um, So, you know, it it, it all remains to be seen. It could all completely fall apart and like nothing good could come out of it. Um, But right now it's the most positive outlook I think we've had uh, on North Korea since North Korea became its own independent state after the Korean War, so... Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? You know, I honestly, I, I'm curious what Ron Paul has to say about this, because I know he still puts out, like, little podcast things here and there, but he I imagine... Does, yeah, he says it's a Ron good Paul thing. Liberty he, he, Report every day. Yeah, and, yeah, I listen to that, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, week, he probably, like, this is probably pretty much exactly what Ron... I mean, maybe not in the same style that what uh, dude, Ron, Paul do, Ron Paul but this is what Liberty he's Report? always advocated. It's like, just talk to some people, and that's what we've been doing, so...
0: Ethan, have you ever watched the Ron Paul Liberty Report... I've seen very, very little of it. And do you guys know Daniel McAdams? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he look like the dude that stole Pee Wee Herman's bike? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Francis. Yeah, he looks like Francis. Yeah. Dude, no, yeah. He, I mean, dude, he's a cool guy, man. If, if you're there with Dr. Paul, I mean, I give you props. You know, I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying, dude, to see, to see the resemblance, man. It's like <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, oh, I
2: don't, know. Yeah. I don't really. Ca- I catch clips every now and then, but I don't watch it. Like, like Ethan was saying, like I don't. I don't watch it religiously, but, um, uh, cool. Yeah, so, that's,
0: uh, uh, so next on the agenda, you know, more Trump. So we've got, uh, Trump on weed. Yes. <laughs> Trump on, on weed. weed. <laughs> so, you know, this is just another case of, uh, Trump in, in the past couple of weeks, you know, just like fucking rocking hard. And it's like, I mean, so he's basically said that, uh, you know, he's not going to enforce, uh, you know federal marijuana laws in states where it's legal, right? Isn't that basically what he's well, trying to do, or or no more federal marijuana enforcement at all?
1: My well, so my understanding is that there is a specific bill moving its way through Congress. I think the primary sponsor is a Republican. I don't remember from where, um, and I, I'm hoping maybe one of you two guys can enlighten me because I don't know all the exact details. Um, I don't think it's like full blown legalization. Full stop. Uh, of marijuana but it's at least if not if nothing else at the very least it's a codification of the obama era policy of not raiding or going after marijuana businesses in states where it's legal so like raiding dispensaries and stuff like that
0: well that obama era policy like he actually said that in the beginning of his uh in the beginning of his uh you know when he was first elected but then they went and did it anyways
1: well, I know that Sessions came out and said like, "Oh, that's no longer our policy." And oh, like, yeah, basically, Sessions that like
0: said it. See, here's the thing: here's I, the I don't thing know. Because-
1: that I don't know they've actually done it. Like, what Sessions said was basically, I have
0: not heard of them doing it at all, as far as I know. And, and they if have, they had, they it would it be all.
1: if they had, it would be front page news. So they, I don't think it's happening. I'm just saying
0: this is the thing that I think is funny. Okay, so whereas whereas Barry gets elected and he promises that he's not going to go into states where it's legal and send the feds in,
1: right? it actually increased or there's a higher rate of it than there was under bush.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean so basically you know, that was a lie, you know. But mm-hmm. then and then under Trump, you know, Sessions says that he is going to go in. Well, he's, uh, but, he's, but, but, he's, yeah, he that, he that, said that he said that we, was a lie too. he said
1: that we reserve the right to. So I remember at the time looking at it kind of carefully cuz, you know, it it uh, caught my attention. Um and basically what he said was that, like like, we're not honoring that policy and, like, we reserve the right, you know, to enforce the law. And technically, they are completely, you know, able to. That is the law, and this their job is to enforce the law. And so they have every right to go in and raid, you know, marijuana dispensaries or whatever. Um, so basically, Sessions just basically said, like, we reserve the right to enforce the law and do that. Now, he hasn't since then done it, and at the time, if you'll recall, this was many, many months ago, I said on the podcast, I think this is a 4-D chess move, and Sessions is going to be the bad cop, because I don't think Trump has any problem with marijuana, and I think that, if anything, this is a good cop, bad cop move to let Trump swoop in and be the hero to save the day, basically. Um, and, you know, support marijuana legalization or some, some sort of yeah, reform. He
2: basically was at, like, the G-Semite. And he basically implied, so I guess it came up in conversation, that um, he's willing to support the legalization of marijuana or, at the very least, the ability of states to regulate their own cannabis industry. So maybe removing, like, the Schedule 1, that it's, like, still considered a Schedule 1, like, controlled substance.
1: Well, what, what I had read was that there's a specific bill in Congress right now that's, I think, you know, gaining momentum, you know, whatever that means, and, like, in what whatever committee it's in. Um, that oh, he was yeah, that from he was, a
2: senator Cory Gardner, Republican, Colorado, and Elizabeth go. Warren, that would amend the federal controlled substance uh, substances substances acts act to allow states and tribes to write their own laws regarding marijuana production, distribution, and possession. So, so yeah. yeah, so, so basically, so it, so it, leaving it, it, it to the states, I guess.
1: Yeah, so it, it sounds like it's not necessarily <laughs> legalizing it at the federal level, but it's, again, codifying that, like, it's a state's rights thing. If the states want to legalize it or whatever they want to do, they're totally allowed to, which is pretty valid, legitimate position to take. It's certainly a step in the right direction, um, and it's a pretty big deal that that would be codified into law and not just some sort of executive branch policy that, again, Obama said he was going to do and then obviously lied about and continued doing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so for it to be codified into law, instead of just some sort of like opinion of a bureaucrat in the executive branch, uh, is a big deal. Um, and uh, you know, I, I can't say I'm, Ethan, I'm not surprised that, that the, it, would you this say isn't deal being is bigly? More. It's huge, <laughs> <laughs> huge. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a big deal. And, of course, you know, the left and the Democrats, you know, aren't talking about it because how can they possibly spin that to be a negative against Trump? Well, they can't. So they're just not talking about it. Um, but it's it's a big deal. Um, and I, I hope it happens. Um, you know, so, again, I mean, as a libertarian, whether you're a minarchist or an ANCAP or whatever, like, how can you not say this is, like, fantastic? Like, this is far more than any um, president has ever done in terms of, you know, pro-marijuana Maybe that's not not the right term, but as far as marijuana reform, uh, this would be the biggest step that any president's even talked about uh, considering, much less saying he would. Like, I think that the quote is that he basically said, like, yeah, I would I would probably sign that I support this bill. Yeah. You know, that's huge.
0: You know, like one of the things like I was kind of shocked that, uh, you know, because like I feel like um, I feel like with uh, Barack Obama. I feel like uh, you know I don't want to give him I don't want to give him too much credit, but I do want to give him credit for things that I'll give anybody credit for things that they deserve credit for. Which hence why I praised Trump a little bit because he's had a good couple of weeks. But uh, you know I think it was it was cool. I think uh, b- b- before Obama left office, he pardoned I think it was like uh, seven or eight hundred or maybe it was like eighteen hundred different uh, nonviolent criminals. You know, um, you remember hearing about that. I, I only heard a little many? bit about it, but I do remember uh, I, b- about I believe it was like seven or eight hundred. I, I believe. Really? Um, yeah. So I mean, which you know, it's 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 nice. It's, it's basically you know shaving off. You know, it's it's really not that much compared to like all the nonviolent criminals that are filling up prisons. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, but, but at the same time, and I'll, I'll give them credit because you know that says something. It's a shame that the the media didn't spend more time on it, so everybody here doesn't have that number memorized. You know, because I, I feel like it should have made a bigger statement than it did you know the, the media were basically crickets on it you know they, they it was talked about once and then forgotten basically you know but I mean you know I, I thought that was pretty cool um but at the same time it was uh you know like with uh with with trump I feel like Trump's the kind of person he it would not shock me at all the to, to find out that Trump has never smoked marijuana
1: no he hasn't he's never even drank alcohol he's yeah he's like like uh, been like a teetotaler his his uh, entire life
0: okay and and i was just going to assume that you know yeah um or, and i wouldn't even assume that he hadn't drank but i, w- I would just assume that it, you know it wouldn't sh- it wouldn't shock me if i to find out that he hadn't smoked but uh meanwhile you know barack obama it's like you know he he admitted to smoking a bunch in his youth he, he said i inhaled that was the point point. and you know? doing cocaine yeah, yeah. And, and so he was all about you know sounding cool about it and appealing in that way but you know, he didn't really do. Um, he re- didn't really do that much to. You know, to really. Um, I, I guess humanize all the people that are that are in, in cages. You know, I
2: don't think it's ever going to come. I don't. It, it, you're going to rarely see any uh, politicians within the mainstream that are actually going to come at it from a philosophic approach. I think what it's going to be is just it's going to be reactive. One, it's going to be economic. Cause right now we have the perfect storm. You look at the heroin addiction, the opioid addiction that's going on throughout this country. That's terrible. So I think they're looking at it like from a, like a pragmatic, like political bureaucratic stance. Like, well, marijuana would be an, a safer alternative to prescription painkillers. And this, and it would combat this opioid crisis we have. While also you look at states that it's been legalized. You look at the economic, uh, benefits and the impact of it so i don't think it's going to come or, come from the fact like people are actually like all of a sudden just principled i think it's just coming from more of like economic and uh, then just also reactive to i think it's there coming, are some I think that are principled coming more maybe from, like, from all fronts but. i think it's
0: coming more from like harold and kumar go to white castle you know stuff like that because it's, it's basically like you know you you have you know that's just one example of course but you know you've got all these like stoner movies and to the point where it's just comical to like watch a stoner movie with your, your parents, you know. For for many people, and you know, people realize uh, finally that yeah. marijuana isn't like fucking heroin. No. Well, you know? yeah, and that's so, that too. So like like I think so basically, you know, what's happened, and it's been proven that have happened, you know, through polling in the past few years that you know the the majority of Americans think that marijuana should be treated like alcohol, and it's like you know since that point of view has changed then I think the politicians have changed really just because, you know, they want to get elected. Like, yeah. like, yeah, that too. like they're just figuring out that, you know, marijuana prohibition isn't as popular with the people.
2: Right, The politicians aren't principled. They're just going to, you know... They're they're going to wherever the winds are blowing, they're going to like lean that dirt. You know, they're going to I'd
0: say politicians are generally pieces of shit because because, you know, they have access to all all the best information, I'm sure. You know, but uh, so, you know, meanwhile, you know, they could have uh, figured out years ago that marijuana was not fucking heroin. As a matter of fact, it's not as dangerous as even alcohol. Well, that's just because it's like
2: scheduled one, and they haven't been able to. Because it's scheduled one, they haven't been yeah, able to I mean, even do research. You know, like There's, so. I mean, I, I feel. Yeah. I
0: feel like politicians left to their own devices, with without like you know, like a people going against this. I feel like you know they'd be all about like the uh, the prison industrial complex for as long as they can get away with it, basically.
1: Yeah. So, no, I I, I I think you're probably right. Um, you know, I mean, you say like they're just going with wherever the winds are blowing, but I mean that's kind of like the point of democracy. And I say that as somebody who's not a fan of democracy, um, I'm guessing most of us have at least some problems with democracy if don't know yeah, yeah, right oppose doubt. it. Um, so, I mean, that's – I'm totally with you. It's like, okay, they're not doing it out of principle. They're just doing it out of popularity. But that's kind of how democracy is supposed to work. So to the extent that it's actually working in that regard, like, okay, I'll take it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, I don't think there's any principle to it. I mean, you are absolutely correct that, like, they haven't even been able to study it because it's been Schedule 1. Um, And I have heard some rumblings in Congress. I think it was even Trey Gowdy, a Republican, who was like berating some guy about like why in in some hearing or something about like why the fuck is marijuana Schedule One? That means we can't even study it or anything. Like there's all these like indications that like there's a lot of good reasons to be researching this and we can't even do that. Right. right. So that's absolutely valid. But at the same time, like no dog fuck, there's, there's no fucking politician out there that doesn't know that marijuana is no more harmful than alcohol, right? I, I, that's such like a nobody, common thing. Nobody now. doesn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they can make this excuse like, "Well, we need to do more research," but we before we can really be sure how safe or you know how dangerous or not dangerous it is. Like, uh, give me well, a fucking me stop break. Everybody I've
0: researched it. Extensively. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's got the docs. (laughs) Yeah, you you have the documents. I've got the docs. I'm going to roll them up and smoke them down. (laughs) Use
1: the documents as rolling paper.
3: Um,
1: Yeah, so, but but regardless, I mean, the the, the fact is... um, uh trump is the best president uh on marijuana that we've ever had and i think he deserves credit for that um well i mean couldn't you say like you
0: know jefferson and uh washington didn't they both grow the stuff they grew hemp
1: yeah
0: but i mean hemp which isn't isn't which
1: isn't marijuana is the female hemp is the
0: male okay
2: but because it's schedule one it can't grow hemp we can't grow hemp in this country
1: uh, well, no, in I, Kentucky,
4: they legalize it. It it it's it ca-
1: it can be grown, but it's like there's all sorts of like red tape and bureaucracy and crazy regulations on it. Dude, I know. was drinking
4: it last week in my beer. Yeah, it, it
1: it, it can. It's called hemperer. Hemperer,
4: yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the whole basement smelled like weed just from drinking this.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, man. So the, I mean, so you can find it. I mean, this. I, I just I don't. Yeah, I don't know exact laws. I don't know how it is in Maryland, especially. But it's just such common knowledge. Like it all has to
2: be imported, probably. You can import it. It can't be, like, domestic. It's like I mean, domestically maybe, yeah. grown. Well, I think New, I think Kentucky new Belgium, I think. I forget who maybe. makes the beer.
4: But it was definitely, I mean, in the United States. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I just feel like it's just common knowledge. And it's just grown from, like, even being in, the, like, as a kid, like, in the in the 90s growing up, you'd always hear, like... Don't smoke uh, cigarettes or don't like do heroin. Uh, one of the main things was you'd get addicted after the first time, but that was never really applied to marijuana. I think going back and thinking about it, like no one's ever told me oh if you have marijuana once you'll get addicted to it like in the what dare was, program. It was, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was like that for alcohol when they said they talked about alcohol, cigarettes, um, any type of like heroin, cocaine, crack. <laughs> Speaking a <laughs> <of> crack, <laughs> but yeah. So it's it's like not even back going as far back as that. Like it's just such an innocent, you know. Not, it's not harmful at all. You know, everyone's around someone who smokes, and
1: uh, I like, wouldn't say it's not harmful at all. But as far, as far as vices, I mean, if you want to compare it to alcohol or I'm cigarettes, saying, that's like, what
4: I'm saying. I mean, you of course you could get less.
1: in a car and maybe get in a car accident. When, but i you what I'm
4: saying you say it's safer
0: here. than caffeine? Hmm. No, not necessarily. I mean, because you, you can take, like, caffeine pills and die, right? Have you ever heard of anybody dying from weed, Ethan? Uh, Have you?
1: No, but, I mean, I, I, I'm just I'm just saying I, 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 I don't think you're doing the argument in any sort of service by pretending, like, there's absolutely zero harm or risk in marijuana. It's the greatest thing ever. It'll I'm just saying, nobody's like, ever
0: died from weed uh, besides, you know, marijuana prohibition.
1: That's well, the dangerous it, part about it's, it. it that, that's definitely far more dangerous. The same, the same way that alcohol prohibition made alcohol way more dangerous than alcohol itself. That said, alcohol is pretty fucking dangerous it on its own. And I, I mean, I would not hesitate for a second to like marijuana is far less harmful than uh, alcohol think, or cigarettes. I think that's no the question. point we're trying to make. I think that's especially with me. I mean, of course, yeah. I, You know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think it it, it 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 does a disservice to say to not be. Not, I think we should be careful not say that it's completely harmless.
4: Okay, well um, I may be just misrepresenting myself when I say that, but it's like in in it's it's all like all relative. Like I'm comparing it like to if you're doing like a line of coke and oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. no, and a- like absolutely. you're drinking like a gallon of vodka or you're smoking some weed, like what's le- how you you know who's going to get themselves less injured? Where Alex, oh, is, yeah, over, where Alex is
0: over there uh, on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Huh>? <laughs> what's uh, that shit
2: that came out? Like I've heard a couple reports of some like some drug that's import uh, from Russia and it's just like kind of like the same results Communism? as like basalt so, yeah con- but uh, <laughs> was it cro- crocodile crocodile, crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the fuck is
1: this about like where someone's like literally in like a zombified state and wow. they're like I think I watched like a vice documentary on it or really? something like it'll make like your skin die and slough off like this what? shit is fucked up like you might as well just be like drinking bleach or bleach and like, like, like yeah, doing basalts and drinking bleach like, it's that's like, basically what it what is the fuck <laughs> So yeah, they'd they'd walk, call like look up a Vice documentary on it. It's fucking. So like,
4: where would you guys go to find such? I, I don't know. And they said like you're, you're asking area. for a friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't even don't want to fuck with
2: that.
4: Man. It's no. like, yeah, that's crazy. I never. Yeah. Heard of it. It was, yeah.
0: So something related. Yeah, I, think, I think Kyle said that he, that he had some of that. They would K-Wags. explain a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the, 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 this discussion has actually prompted two other quick things I just want to touch on that we we didn't put on our. Our board of uh, topics it. of discussion. Well, actually,
0: before we go um, to anything else, I want, I want to announce because um, I forgot to do it er- earlier. Um, so, we have a Patreon now. So, if you just Google Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon, you can actually help keep the lights on here in Anarchy Basement. So, uh, and also, you know, we're, we also do after hours programs. So, um, if you contribute a minimum of a dollar a month, you will gain access to our after hours programs. So, we've got that going now. And uh, we all, we're also always accepting articles over at the dailyliberator.com. And we also have T-shirts over at LibertarianCountry.com. And if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% d- discount on any of the T-shirts at LibertarianCountry.com. And there are some good ones. So, Ethan, what were you saying? Isn't
1: calling it Libertarian Country statist of you?
0: I,
3: I did not make it, I did <laughs> not make it the, the name Libertarian Country.
1: I'm just fucking with you. Um, but two, two other things, because uh, I know we wanted to touch on some of like, the, the good things that Trump has done. Um, since we're talking about the medical stuff is the right to try bill. I don't know if you guys have talked about that uh, recently, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, that is a that. huge, huge, huge thing. It's one of those things huge, where like more huge. than, more than even like marijuana prohibition and all this other stuff that I think is like one of the most disastrous, horrific travesties of all of our laws and regulations and everything is the fact that, um, you know, people that are... Uh, um, oh my God, I'm spacing on the word. Like about to die, uh, right. terminals. Yeah, yeah. People, people are, with terminal are, are diseases. Sick general. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, anybody should have the right well, yeah. to yeah. do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, but but, yeah, but yeah, even totally. like, especially those with, with terminal diseases, w- didn't even have access to experimental treatments and drugs that, like, have already had tests and like shown to have some efficacy or whatever. Um, but you know, they were prohibited from trying or doing any of these things. And so now, with this right to try bill, there are avenues for people. Um, at least with terminal diseases, to actually gain access to uh, experimental treatments and uh, prescriptions or whatever. So that is a huge thing. And that that's, a, again, like more than marijuana prohibition and all this other stuff, I think is like the biggest ethical disaster. Um, you barely honestly, hear I, about Honestly, it. that I can even think of. No doubt, yeah. Um, in mean, all of our like legal and regulatory structure, like that of all things is like the man is fucking going to die. You're not going to let him to try to do something to save his own life oh, or yeah. extend it, his it, own life or who improve would be his quality of life. Such a
0: thing is just like straight up fucking evil. That, that was yeah, just like a, uh,
1: and well, that's a huge thing. And of course, the media doesn't talk about it, but like that's honestly no. like well, because it's
2: not in their interest. They're in the banks of the pharmaceutical industry and the FDA and and basically yep. the yep. machine. So talking about something like that would. Hey, it's just like uh, what was the movie? Um, what uh, what's his face? Just came out a couple years ago.
1: Are you talking about the the one about the AIDS drugs? Dallas uh, Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fucking awesome.
2: amazing movie. Yeah, yep. like just just the fact like there's so many opportun- like so many opportunities for like proven drugs, but because it wasn't FDA approved, like you know, so here it is. Trout like the great movie. I don't want to spoil it for those out there.
4: It's been out for like. 10
2: yeah, years
1: yeah before.
4: yeah
2: well, it's it's not, like yeah. right just,
0: now right now somebody's mad it's like ah, it's been like
2: watch five that eventually it's been like five or so years i don't know it's like if you haven't seen it now it's like come on but uh um, right. yeah great movie highlights all
1: of that like yeah the fact that so so i mean that's a huge uh, that's again one of these other huge things i do not think uh can be uh overstated um, that is a huge, 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 bigly uh, thing. Um, uh, one other thing, I forget how this tied in exactly to what we were talking about, um, is uh, it, the, there's a couple angles on this. Is Trump saying that he would meet with NFL kneelers to talk about um, uh, yeah. recommendations for people to pardon? Now, again, in terms of like criminal justice reform, he hasn't done a whole lot. He's done a couple of pardons, you know, I've, uh, some of those pardons. Um, you know, seem to be um for uh, I don't want to say for political purposes, but like you know, they're they're very beneficial for him optically. Um, and so you know, if that's his motivation, prime, if that's his prime motivation, I mean, we shouldn't pretend to read his mind and pretend to know what his motivations are. But even if it's purely for the optics, like okay, fine, whatever your reason is, it's a good thing that you're doing this, and so that's fine. That's good. The fact that he's interested in doing more of it, that's good. Um, And I think it's a brilliant 4-D underwater backgammon play for him to reach out to the NFL (laughs) kneelers um, because, you know, it it basically says to them, like, okay, it's time to, like, put up or shut up. Like, if you're really interested in, like, me as president, like, affecting some sort of positive change, here's something that I can do. Now, the criticism that he's getting is like, oh, well, they're not talking about people that are arrested. They're talking about people that have been killed. And, like, it's not about, you know, that, like, you can't pardon people that have already been killed. It's like, well, number one, actually, you can. You but, can, yeah, you can. <laughs> but, but, but that aside, you would know, say, so, oh, well, he's missing the point and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, I, I see what they're saying. Uh, but, you know, Trump, as the president, doesn't have control over police department policies. Like, that's not within his power. That's not something he can do. So Trump is talking about something that he can actually do, something that he actually has control over and asking for input from these people. You know, and these are generally people that are just berating him day in day out, calling him Orange Hitler and everything else. And he's saying, "Okay, help me, help you. Like, why don't you meet with me?" And so, like, you know, like most everything Trump does, like he's basically setting up two ways to win. You know, heads I win, tails you lose, where either like they meet with him, they give him some recommendations, and he hands out some pardons, which is good for Trump, makes him look good. And it also sort of diffuses their arguments. So like, oh, you're just orange Hitler, you just hate black people and all this other nonsense. Um, Or like they refuse to meet with them. It's like, okay, well, then you're not serious about your cause. Like he's trying to help and you're refusing to help him help you. So like, what's your motivation? Like, are you really in it to try to help, you know, black people, poor people, people that have been disenfranchised by the system, whatever. Um, or are you just trying to just be critical of people without actually caring about the things that you care about? You know, and that's one of my big critiques of the left is that they generally seem to, and I, I think in most cases demonstrably, do not care about the things that they purport to care about. Um, you know, because if Democrats cared about poor people, they would be doing things that would actually get them out of poverty instead of implementing policies like the welfare state that keep them in poverty. Well, there
4: is. There's and something been
1: proven and demonstrated to there's something so. to
4: that. Like it, I was just driving through Baltimore the other day. Uh, we had to go to the back way because 95 was like shut down. And me and my brother just driving through like just like all these like, random hoods and stuff we're going through. I forget exactly which. It's like a lot of West Baltimore. Just house like just row houses, just completely like half burnt out, boarded up. I mean, just people like just, you know, it's just very impoverished place and just big over, over these abandoned buildings, people put signs that says, vote for such and such right, Democrat. Right, It's, yeah, it's yeah. like, vote Democrat. I'm like, this is what voting Democrat has gotten you in the past 50 years. Yeah, do you not see, like, you're just creating your own prison, exactly? You know, so I, I see that element of too. But I also feel like you're also attributing a little bit too much to Trump's, you know, moves. I, I just, I, I'm not quick to say he he kind of does appear a little buffoonish, I understand a lot of the media likes to hype that image up. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, he has definitely has some, like, I think Ron Paul calls it like, authoritarian, uh, like... What's the word I'm looking for? God, I already forgot it. But, like, tendencies, like... And I feel like, because you keep on saying, well, he's playing good cop, bad cop. Well, why do you have to play good cop, bad cop? Why can't you just be good cop and do all these things? Like, just go ahead and pardon these people and say, and go ahead. Like you said, like he was doing with the NFL players. Because, honestly, I never saw anything come of that. Um, That could just be me being ignorant to, you know, reading the article and just reading the headline type of thing. Well, that came
2: out after, well, the policy
4: changed. The NFL,
2: the the anthem, and then the fact that, like, the Eagles didn't. They declined. Yeah, they well, declined. they disinvited they, and because only like ten players were gonna show up, so yeah. He's like, Which, so that came out of that, but like that whole thing, it's it is it's also a media shitstorm because like the whole thing is, is it just, is. like that wasn't the point. It was like other issues, and not a single player on the Eagles actually kneeled. So it's like kind of like Fox News, and it just like created a story that wasn't even there. Or yeah. created a narrative that wasn't even there. Yeah, I hear. But and it, but it was came right after he pardoned that
4: uh, it was an individual from Mississippi. Um, it
1: was a, a Joe Jackson, I think. Yeah, the boxer.
4: And then <clears throat> the other one uh, after you met Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it was kind, it was right like, after that. And like the media's so... twist on it was, like, oh, he just found out how out tr- how, uh, how uh, pardons work. And then he even said he was like, he posted on Twitter like, I part, I can pardon myself now like and <laughs> yeah, so, that's hilarious i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> but there's also an element to me he's kind of like a naivish kind of almost like oh huh, well i guess i can pardon myself uh-huh like kind of finding humor in his own not not necessarily being like oh i'm so witty and clever but it's more of just like kind of like something i don't know i just i'm just not really so
0: like is there anything stopping the president from pardoning himself i don't think so i don't know i, I mean is, is there a role I'm not
4: sure I'm not sure I I wish I wasn't I I don't know if you guys
1: know uh, but I don't I think I think technically he can I mean mean, that's what I'm thinking I don't know I mean who even really cares I mean mean, it's it's frowned upon no doubt but (laughs)
3: yeah
1: (laughs) um yeah, I mean, I mean we let, let's not pretend to, to read his mind, you know, and, and perhaps I'm guilty of some of that. Um, but, I mean, I think it's just comedic. And as far as, like, you know, the good cop, bad cop stuff, like, why can't he just be a good cop? Well, you know, that's what Ron Paul was. And how far did Ron Paul get? Like, like now, believe me, and I've said this a million times before, like, I am for all strategies. I think, you know, we need the Ron Pauls and the Rand Pauls. Who is not a Ron Paul? I know, and, yeah. and the Donald Trumps or whatever. You know, you need to attack it from you know all perspectives. So I'm, I support like anybody that has a different strategy. Like I'm all for it. Like I don't oppose it. Like I have no problem with minarchists because they're at least pushing in the right direction. You know that I, I agree. So I'm not going to yeah. have a problem with them. I'm not going to purity spiral over. Oh, you can't vote because voting is violence. It's like. <laughs> It's like, well, but as long as they're pushing the, the ball in the right direction, that's ultimately all I really care about. I mean, even about.
4: Arvin Vora, like, said that. He came on here and said that, too. He's like, we have to look at, you know, this through, especially being a Libertarian Party like he is. Like, we have to look through this as, a, like, through a minarchist scope, you know, like, to that vessel to get to anarchy. Like, he was like, so everything you advocate for, minarchy, you know, will get you to that point. And I think that can be true, whereas Kyle Wagner would be like, no, there has to be a state. You guys are foolish and crazy, and you guys embarrass yourselves when you talk. Yeah, <laughs> so he literally posted that today. So he'll post it all the time, but yeah, so no, it's just like you know. So I, I feel like so I agree. Like I agree. I don't. I don't like to psychoanalyze like a lot of like politicians. I just, I just kind of let their actions speak. So I'm kind of waiting for more and more things to happen and fall. You know, dominoes to fall before I start giving them too much credit because for all we know, tomorrow there might be some type of bullshit. You know, false flag, and he's so quick to all right. I'm going in. I'm sending in the you know, bomb the shit out of something. I don't. I don't know. You know it. Well, I
1: mean I mean to to that point specifically. He's got I mean, enough
4: people around him, like sorry to cut you up, but he's got enough people around him that kinda scares me. Like, you know, all the generals and Bolton and all oh the yeah. people in his ear, Nikki Haley, like all these people are just, just such neocons and just waiting to like kill as many people as possible, you know, for their enjoyment or whatever. And or profit. So it's like so I just said that part scares me. But I mean for all I know, like it, it could like
1: you said, it could be just a, a forty underwater backgammon move <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i think honestly like f- with a lot of this stuff like he just has a sense of humor and like people aren't used to seeing that kind of sense of humor in the president i think most of what he says is like freaking hilarious like the hey i can pardon myself like i interpret that as like that's hilarious didn't he said uh, something but... so shitty on twitter like it was so funny like i just stop. i'm like this dude's our president like just shit posting on twitter <laughs> like this is fucking hilarious so I yeah know. i agree with and you. I, I and i absolutely love it um But, you know, you are right. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to just look at actions. Um, And, you know, for example, like with Syria. Now, this is one thing I will absolutely be critical of, um, but also give some credit. You know, he did uh, twice now. He's done some missile strikes in Syria. Yeah. And I didn't agree with either one of them. I don't think he should have done them. However, if you look at it strategically, if this is what's going on, it's just uh, me theorizing, you know, that he's basically doing the minimal possible to keep the neocons and warmongers uh, 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 sated, you know, or, or satiated, um, you know, uh, just, just to get them, keep him off his back, then if that's what it takes, like, okay, so be it. But, you know, again, like with the false flag thing, well, you had the, the gas attacks in Syria. Those seem pretty clearly like false flags yeah. to me. Like, I don't see how anybody can look at that and not conclude that it's far more likely those were false flags than anything yeah. else. And what did he do about it? Pretty much the absolute minimum that he could get away with. I think that's a pretty good sign. Like, his missile strikes didn't really actually hurt hardly anybody or cause that much damage. He only, like, sent a bunch of missiles at once and just left it, and that was that. Like, there's everybody's pushing for him to, like, get into Syria, overthrow Assad, and this and that. And he's been uh, done essentially nothing towards that goal. You know, other than, again, those two missile strikes, I don't like them. But, like, if that's all he does well hey that's not so bad obviously if we had anybody else liberal uh, or, or rather democrat or republican in office like we'd fucking be turning Syria into Libya Yeah, like it yeah, already happened a year ago I agree, I agree with ago. that so uh, you know looking at his actions it's hard to not you know feel pretty good about that you know in terms of foreign policy like aside from those two <laughs>
4: damn it even dude.
1: moved the mic dude, the fans blowing straight over this way
4: man <laughs> like, it's
1: at least, fortunately, it's like sort of that way. Yeah, I know. I've f- been smelling it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so so yeah, I mean, you know, okay, let's just look at his actions. Well, hey, the actions are pretty good. Um, I can't find much to criticize at all, really. Um, so uh, I, maybe this is a good uh, segue to Trump on trade. Now th- this is. I will start off with. I will fan my own balls and say this is something I also said many months ago when he had all his trade war rhetoric and was raising terrorists, Whatever I said, if you'll recall, at that time, that I don't think that he thinks. Let's that, go back to the tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull, pull up the documents. <laughs> roll that
0: beautiful bean footage.
1: Roll, roll those documents into some jays and smoke them. Um. I said that. I don't think he. I don't think that's the end game. I think that he's using these as threats and tools to get other people to lower their tariffs on our stuff, which is, of course, what we want. Ideally, we want zero tariffs on anything across any borders. That is true free yeah. trade. And,
3: and, and that's, that's what
1: he, thing, at the G7, G7 summit, he said something, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of, oh, wouldn't I, I it be great it. if we could just drop all the tariffs? Exactly, you
0: know, and end all the subsidies.
1: Yeah, well... What more could you want?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now, what what more could you want as a libertarian? You know, and then I'm surprised that like, and I I saw like, you know, I I I guess like uh, liberals on Facebook. I, I posted something about that, and this dude's commenting, "Oh, it's so dumb. He doesn't know anything about anything." And it's like, what? That's like just like the coolest statement I've ever heard a president make on trade.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the perfect statement. And and I I said at the time, again, fanning my own balls, like Trump, (laughs) if one thing this Trump understands is business and economics, like he knows what the mechanics of protectionism and tariffs and all this trade stuff like he works internationally, he has businesses all over the globe, he understands this stuff. There's no way that he doesn't know that the ideal optimal situation is that there's no tariffs. There's there's true free trade.
0: Ethan, you shouldn't have to fan your own balls. We could get Alex over there, man. He could get him like <laughs> like yeah. a fucking like a palm tree branch or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he's gagging. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about my balls. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> And so, lo and behold, like, basically all his, his threats of, uh, I mean, some of them aren't threats. He's actually, like, in, you know, imposing tariffs on other countries. Like, well, if they're going to impose tariffs on us and it's not the it's not reciprocal, if it's asymmetric, well, how the fuck else are we going to get them to the table to renegotiate and lower the tariffs? Like, well, we're going to have to... You know, like I guess maybe it's sort of like an arms race. Like we're gonna have to make some threats on our end, and say like, all right, if you're not gonna lower your tariffs, we'll just raise ours.
3: So so fuck th-
1: you. Now do you want to negotiate and we can actually talk about a real solution? It okay. w- you know the tariffs are not the end; they're the means to the end, and the end is true in the sense that we understand true free trade to be.
0: Okay, so I, I think Trump. It's it's fair to say that everybody here agrees that Trump would should win. Uh, fucking the blue ribbon for tongue in cheek statement at the G seven.
1: Uh, thing
0: <laughs> but um do you think anything is going to come out of that statement
1: yeah okay i mean he's he's already getting people uh to the negotiating tables to renegotiate a bunch of these free trade deals you know like nafta and all these other things uh you know tpp and all, all these other things like you know that's that's his forte that's what he does he understands international trade he's dealt with international business his whole life he's negotiated uh uh with uh you know international business deals his whole life that's his expertise um and so yeah i think he's going to be wildly successful with it you know time will tell but if there's anybody that is it both understands it is motivated to do it and has the the skills and tools to actually get it done it's donald trump and so far he's shown that he understands you know he understands it and he's tackling it um and you know we'll see but i think he's going to get it done
0: hmm. interesting <laughs> so yeah, so I think I think uh, that's that's probably about all for tonight. Um so I just like to remind everybody, um we've got the the Patreon now. I touched on that earlier, but uh if you want to help us out there um Oh yeah, can, Matt, happy
2: Father's Day oh, and all thanks. the fathers out there.
0: Yeah, Damn, yeah. A happy, happy Father's, father's day. day. I'm not Definitely.
2: a father. I'm, I'm not a father. You're not, you a, are father. not a father. <laughs> yes. yeah. Is that... Uh, Maury Povich Maury has Povich? decreed. Yeah, yeah. That, I was about yeah, to say something about Maury. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's your boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we've got that. And then, of course, uh, remind everybody, we've got uh, the Daily Liberator. So, um, you know, we're always accepting articles over there. And we also have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you put in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. And until next time live free
2: or die
3: Sta living good break with the blood that is shed Tre the flesh of the tax mob and bread Was it by a at the expense of the society so did the gods and the machine We can't justify killing by economic gain. A country, a democracy You can the freedom in good fight in a fine land It's what like the truth, that bring them home I believe that you will do the best for you And I believe that we have the power, have the power I hate to stay, and I know I'm a slave We can make a break, break the power, break the power the non-interference with natural rights With a virtuous person fully comprehends The non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes Ethylene